Hello and welcome to Becoming a Butterfly, episode 16. Um, I apologise for the radio silence over the past few months. I'm going to say I've not had time, but that's a fat lie because we all have 24 hours in our day and we all have time for things we want to make time for. Oh, sorry, I just turned the microphone around. Um, I basically just haven't made this my priority. Um... I've been away in parks and then I also may have talked about this on my last episode. It's actually been ages since I've recorded. Like I did a bulk basically and then I did a few random ones and now I'm just like I don't even know where I'm at with this podcast. Um, But you know as honest as always it's going to be honest open raw and real. Um, I'm in a really weird mood today sorry. Please forgive me. Um so yeah basically I was saying I was in parks and then I moved back to Sydney and honestly the past two months have just been a whirlwind I went to see the doctor because I had like loads of physical symptoms and I was like oh my god I'm dying obviously I wasn't dying um but I did think it was something like my thyroid because that runs in the family um or like iron and b12 because you know hashtag vegan and he was useless he basically told me I was depressed and I was like haha I'm not depressed but I was burnt out I basically had been like becoming um I've just been go go going for like the past year since being in Australia um mainly like the past six months especially with like gym and work and stuff um so yeah it's just a bit burnt out but now I'm feeling good this week I'm feeling a bit stressed today because I've been doing like 101 things but anyway I'm now currently sat on my bedroom floor because I do have a really if you follow me on Instagram strong not skinny um you'll have seen my setup of like my desk and my podcast and stuff but we don't have a door between our lounge and our corridor so I was just sat there and I was going to record this and then my housemate's watching tv and you could hear like the whole tv and bless her she was like oh I can pause it but I'm like it's not fair I don't rule the house I can't tell you to pause the tv no way so I'm sat in my bedroom um on the floor recording this and I really hope you can't hear any background noise because I've literally shut the windows shut the doors um put my blinds down so please tell me if you can hear background noise but I really hope you can't anyway I've rambled for two and a half minutes and it's gonna hit three minutes so let's crack on today's episode is going to be about my time in Australia um first things first a lot of people have said to me how brave I am for coming to Australia um especially in a pandemic and like especially by myself and stuff and I just want to put out like a few home truths first of all completely appreciate that like so grateful for all the love and the support and like all the people who've messaged me you know saying they're proud of me um and like good for me and this and that like it honestly it means so much I when you send me a message I don't forget it like nice or not um I've got a weirdly good memory in that like like if I can remember what people have said to me and like when they've said it um so like when I'm saying this I'm like I can think of a I can think of names of people who've said like good for you going out there and stuff and who supported me so this is not like a dig at you at all because why would I dig at someone who's supporting me I wouldn't um strange thing to do anyway what I wanted to say was me moving to Australia isn't brave well in my view anyway you know we all have our own opinions I'm not saying you're wrong I'm not saying I'm right like you do you you think what you want whatever um but in my view like bravery is joining the army because like fuck I could never do that I'm not gonna lie you won't find me in the army anytime soon you also won't find me in a boxing ring for the second time and 
like I'd say those people are brave my boxing coach is like a martial arts so he does everything like MMA and I'm like mate you're mental but to me like that's bravery you know like going in the army is bravery whereas coming flying across the world to from one first world country to another where like we have everything you know like a good standard of living I'm like that's not bravery but anyway keep telling me I'm brave because I'm not gonna say no um my god I'm in such a weird mood and this is just not the vibe of my podcast my podcast is meant to be real raw honest and serious but today's episode is just gonna be a bit of fun I should have recorded this so you can see like my facial expressions because it's just a bit bizarre I think it's because I'm holding the microphone so I feel like a bit like a pop star you know I'm like oh pop star Sarah okay Sarah stop. um the other home truth I want gonna clear up is um I've actually forgotten I didn't write any notes for today's podcast I just wanted to get going with it again um so I apologize for that too um yeah the other thing I wanted to clear up was covid so I obviously didn't fly out here knowing that covid was going to happen because loads of people are like oh my gosh like good for you flying in covid and you know like setting up a new life during covid I'm like technically I flew out on the 15th of January and yes Covid was a thing then little did we know the effect it was going to have on the world um but it didn't kick off let's say football match huh um no it didn't become like a thing in Australia anyway until like March I think it was and we didn't go into lockdown until like April um and I mean yeah so I had a life here I had like what three months here so it's not really a life um, and I guess I have lived the majority of my life during COVID out here, but I've just been really lucky. Um, in Australia, they hasn't been as bad or half as bad as like the UK. But I know all my listeners aren't just in the UK because I like to look at where people are listening from, and it's worldwide, you know. So thanks a lot for listening wherever you are. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's different. Like if someone was to move from Australia to England, for example, then like better for them oh, sorry harder for them to um settle because covid's been so much more difficult in england but in australia thank god luckily touch wood it's really not been that bad um like masks only became com- compulsory on the 2nd of january 2021 so we didn't have to wear them at all in 2020 so i'm still kind of getting used to them fuck me i hate them they're horrible sorry um, I'm not anti-mask, don't worry, but I just don't enjoy wearing them. Weird if you do, in my opinion. Anyway, whatever, rambling. Um, so yeah, I wanted to talk about my time in Australia. Basically, those are the home truths I wanted to clear up. I think there was one more, but honestly, my mind is fried, so I can't remember it. Um, I feel, in general, I just feel really lucky. Like My 2020 was one of the best years of my life. It was probably my biggest year for um, growth. Also, I'm really sorry if the sound's really bad. I don't like that I'm holding it, but got to do what you got to do. Um, yeah, so 2020 for me was a massive year of growth because as much as I like to say, you know, like I've had 10 years of mental health and I'm through the worst of it, which I 100% am, like hand on heart, I can say that. I still struggle, you know, and I feel like every year of my life I'm kind of learning more about myself and growing as a person. And I mean, like, what more do you need in life to make you grow as a person than moving to the other side of the world? 
Um, I know I just went on a ramble about how that's not brave and how it's not crazy because it's not, but I'm just saying, you know, that kind of thing like grounds you, it brings you into reality. I had to, I did three weeks in Melbourne um, where I worked for a football charity for Melbourne City Football Club who are part of the Manchester City, actually they're just called the City Football Group um, because they've got clubs all around the world. So I've done a bit of charity work with them in Manchester and in New York and so I wanted to finish up in Melbourne um so I did that this year for three weeks absolutely loved it made heaps of friends who I still in contact with oh my gosh I apologize for that that should not have happened um yeah so that was really nice and that was also a really nice way to settle like into my time here so I was in an Airbnb for three weeks um so I could have like my own time and also make friends and stuff and I was kind of like it was volunteering so I wasn't like locked into doing anything so I didn't work like Monday to Friday um and that was just really fun shout out to all my CITC Melbourne friends and everyone that I met there at the club as well like the club is it's so oh my god football in Australia is so different to football in England like I'm literally was eating lunch around the players and stuff and I'm like I'm not fangirling because I just wouldn't do that um that's a fat lie I would do that if I was in the UK but not in Melbourne um but yeah it's just not the same like pedestal so it was a very like laid-back environment you know I met a lot of the players I met a lot of the staff and that was really fun and friendly and such a cool way to start my time in Australia um and but like don't get me wrong I did wake up on the first day and I was like oh my gosh I don't know anyone in this whole entire country I mean I knew of people but I didn't know anyone like really well that I could like call and be like, oh, I'm really worried. Apart from my cousin, actually. Oh my God, Nicola, shout out. I cannot forget you. You came over on the Friday, I think it was, of my first week there. Maybe it was a Sunday. I can't remember, but that really helped me settle. Um, And then my other cousin, actually, Patrick, was out there. I think he flew out just after me. So that was nice having them. So basically what I just said about not knowing anyone was a fat lie. Um... But you get what I'm saying. Like, I woke up and I was like, I don't know this country. I don't know this city. I don't have any friends. Like, I just don't really know what I'm doing. Um, But you just got to make the most of it, you know? I could have sat in bed that whole day and dwelled and been like, oh, my God, life is so hard. But, like, reality is life is not hard. I was lying in a bed in an Airbnb that I paid for myself because I've earned the money and I'm in Australia in a country that I've wanted to come to for the past, like eight years so I got up I went for a long walk like four hours around the city you know just getting my bearings just looking at things and then I'm pretty sure actually Nicola came around that day yeah my cousin after her work and just two hours with her sat on the sofa was great and then you just got settled into it you know I started work on the Monday met people straight away um I'm quite a people person like I'm quite confident um which is obviously very helpful and yeah, I had a really good three weeks there. And then I flew to Sydney three weeks later, um, at the start of February. And oh my goodness me, I was so emotional on that plane because I'd really met like, there was like a few people. I'm so sorry for that noise. It's so unprofessional. Um, there was a few people who I'd really, really bonded with and it was as if I'd known them for ages. Um, also two of my uni friends were in Melbourne and it was really fun to see them so they probably aren't listening but if they did listen I haven't forgotten about you um but yeah leaving Melbourne because I'd kind of like gone from not knowing anyone and then in three weeks having like a good little group of people 
and really loving the city like brilliant city absolutely loved it it was really sad to leave because I was like I don't know when I'm coming back I knew I, I like I didn't know how I basically thought I'm doing this podcast now like a year of being here but I thought like I was only going to be in Australia for a year so I flew to Sydney and I was like, oh my God, I don't know when I'm next going to see these people. And I'm not lying when I say I started crying in the waiting room of the plane. And I didn't stop until I touched down in Sydney. And I'm not ashamed to say it. I love crying. Um, it's only like an hour and a half, but I listen to sad songs on the plane. I often listen to sad songs when I'm crying and I'm not going to like, you're lying if you say you've never done that because most people have done that. Um, but yeah, that was really sad leaving them and I was sat next to um I don't know what team they were but some sort of basketball team and they were fucking huge and this like really tall guy was just sat next to me this professional basketballer and he was probably thinking like who is this kid on her own crying into a tissue that's obviously like 10 days old it was quite tragic but anyway I touched down in Sydney and I was like okay time to make the most of this trip again I didn't have a finish I had a finish date at Melbourne it was always going to be three weeks and I thought I had a finished date in being in Australia. Turns out that didn't happen. Um, but I didn't have a finish on how long I was going to be an au pair for. So my plan was be an au pair for a bit, earn some money, you know, experience living in Sydney. Um, and then go and travel. Um, and then come back and start my master's in September of 2020. And that just didn't happen. So I basically, I was an au pair for seven months for an amazing family in Sydney I was literally around the corner from Maroubra Beach um such a beautiful location just I was like oh my gosh going for coastal walks every single day I was 20 minutes away from a really cool gym where I met some like really great people two girls who I'm still in contact with and absolutely adore um and yeah there was just everything around that little area the road I've never had neighbors well I have when I lived in my first house but I moved out of that when I was two and um according to psychology you can't remember anything before the age of four so I can't remember ever having neighbors um but living on the street yeah with neighbors and like other kids and stuff it was such like a family environment I bonded really well with the family with the girls which I think is really lucky I know you might be listening and think most people do but no I've heard some horror stories um so I'm really grateful for the family that I was put with shout out to the valentines um, two beautiful girls and Gem and Jax were just, yeah, amazing. So I think I was very lucky in that aspect because I immediately when I got there after like a week or two, I already felt like I was kind of at home um, with like family members anyway. So that was my position for seven months. Um, COVID kind of messed up a few things with work, but that's all right. You know, made the most of it. We made things work out still an enjoyable experience and also meant I just had more time to explore Sydney um, and make some friends and things and had a lot of free time to focus on myself which is where the podcast came from um, so I started that in lockdown I think god I can't remember now um, and then after lockdown I put myself out there and went up and met a group of girls for brunch um, two of whom are like two of my closest friends now we just bonded really well and then the next day we went for a walk and we met up with another girl who one of them knew and then we became like a little we were the awesome foursome shout out Noah, Katie and Kristen and they basically became like my rocks in Australia and before that to be honest like I'm not gonna lie I didn't really have any friends because obviously apart from my friends in Melbourne 
but yeah in Sydney I only had like a month or two here and then lockdown happened and I kind of was getting used to you know I was finding my feet in that first month or so and I was playing netball but I was doing it socially so I was changing teams every week because I was just filling in for people and then I did start lacrosse but I only had like one or two sessions and I did make friends with all the people there like love my lacrosse club um but we hadn't really done anything because covid came quite soon um so yeah it was really nice to meet those people once lockdown ended and luckily in australia lockdown didn't last for very long it was i think it was like two months intensely i mean anyway and then i just made the most of it you know going on adventures with my friends the awesome foursome and then like meeting up with people from across and things and i'm really grateful like all my life i've been able to make friends but something that like surprised me in australia was i've never had to go out and put myself out there before like all my friends have been made through going to school or going to lacrosse or playing netball or um like playing a musical instrument or like a friends of a friend or family members daughters and stuff so there's always been like one either mutual contact or like mutual I don't know, like, hobby or something. So coming to Australia, and honestly, 23 years old, like, I never even thought about this before, but coming to Australia, I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to put myself out there and I have to make friends. Otherwise, I'm not going to have any friends. And that's just not me, you know. I love being social. But I've never had to do that before. So first, I was like, oh, my God, how do you do this? And everyone was like, oh, you just need to go on, like, Facebook groups and things and message people. And I was like, whoa, no, like, that's weird. But it's so not weird. Like, I joined heaps of Facebook groups and I just you just reply and it's like yeah cool I'll come and thank luckily for me like it went well um and from that I've just met other people sorry this noise is just really putting me off just pause okay sorry that noise is definitely not gonna come back um so yeah that was quite a shock something I hadn't really ever thought about before um but luckily made friends met some awesome people and I've met more since you know like I've met some of Katie's friends and Kristen's friends and Noah's friends and vice versa. And then you meet more people like Charlotte, Shannon, Lauren, um, all my lacrosse friends like Lud, Amber, Kit, Vera. Oh my God, the list could go on. But like you, the good thing is like you put yourself out for one person in Australia. So for example, like with lacrosse, I went and played um, lacrosse with Luds in the park one day because we were like, let's hang out. And then I met heaps of her th- friends through her and vice versa. So like... It's difficult at first to put yourself out there, but, like, once you've done it, you've then opened up a gateway to meeting more people um, because you've got confident with putting yourself out there and you've also got got connections, um, if that makes sense. And then what else is there to my life in Australia? Um, settling down, I guess. Like, I am now living in my own house. So I was no pair for seven months. Oh, my God, I missed out a huge chapter. I was no pair for seven months. Um, obviously, didn't have to pay, like, bills and stuff because you're living in their house. And that comes as, like, part of the package and things, which is fantastic. And then I went and... This is the biggest... This, I can't believe what this is at. This is the biggest part. I was there in Maroubra. And I think I was just, like, in my room one day. And I was like, I don't want to leave this country. Like, I never want to leave. And I spoke to my mum my parents about it. And they were like, you've got your master's, but, you know, like think of your options and see what's what you can always defer your master's so I was like do you know what I'm going to do I'm going to go and do my farm work and then I'm going to defer my master's so that I can do my farm work stay out here for another year 
um, and I'll travel in that year and then I'll come back and do my master's in September 2021. So that plan lasted for approximately one to seven days um, while I explored my options and looked at like farm work and things. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do anything demoralizing. And then everyone I spoke to was like, that's just not possible. All farm work is demoralizing. And I don't know if you know me, if you know me well, hashtag I can't be tamed. That's so cringy. Oh my gosh. Um, no, basically, like, I just don't think I'd do well at all on a farm. Like, with someone telling me what to do. This is very stereotypical. Like, forgive me if you're listening to this and you're like, my farm work experience was amazing and everything about it was amazing. Like, please forgive me. But the classic stereotype, which is all I honestly, I've all I've heard from people who've done farm work is that the owner is like a rich white man who is very often like homophobic and racist and angry and this and that and they can probably be lovely at times but they can also be equally like shit and horrible and the living environment isn't great and also just in general like the hostel vibe isn't my vibe a lot of like big hostels are kind of like party hostels and things and that's not really what I was looking for I think after having like seven months settling down like with a family I was just really set on that and me personally once I'm set on something like it's not easy to get me off that path. So I went down a slightly different route, which some people do. Um, I basically found a family who own a farm um, and I was their au pair. So I'm not really going to go into much detail um, for, let's say, legal reasons. Not that anyone who is probably in the law enforcement listens to my podcast. But basically, yeah, I was just an au pair for three months in a different location, which was five hours out of Sydney, um, for, again, another incredible family. Absolutely love them. Shout out O'Brien, Sam, John, and the kids. Miss you, love you. You can't see it, but I'm doing a peace sign. Because, um, like I say, I'm just in this weird mood. But that was really good, and that was an awesome experience. And the best thing I actually got from that, which I wanted to share on here, because it was a massive thing that was for my mental health, um, you know, I could have been sad because people were like, oh my gosh, you're going to be away from Sydney for three months. Like, it's not that long, but it was also long after just coming out of lockdown and then like making loads of friends, you know, and I was playing lacrosse again. I joined a proper netball club, so I had that every week. I had like a life lit pretty much set up in Sydney um, and then just to like pack up and leave again. It was like difficult, but I knew I was coming back. Um, and I just thought I'm going to make the most of this three months for myself so I quite often say like it's not selfish um self-love isn't selfish and like looking taking care of yourself and like, putting yourself first and making yourself a priority is not selfish it's like the most important thing you need to do in life because nobody else will do that like I'm sorry I don't care if your boyfriend or your girlfriend tells you that like you're their number one you're not well you shouldn't be they should be their own number one everyone should be their own number one so this three months in parks like really gave me an opportunity to do that and not feel guilty about it. I mean, I've worked so hard on this in the past few years that I luckily like I don't really feel guilty about it because I'm like I'm not being nasty about anyone when I'm putting myself first. There's a difference. Like there's a difference between cockiness and confidence, and there's a difference between being selfish in and like you need to be selfish to look after yourself and also like actually being like nasty selfish I'm not nasty I'm not selfish in that sense um but yeah like putting yourself first so these three months I basically just spent focusing on everything from like sleep nutrition mental health reading um relaxing enjoying time with the family you know making the most of being out of Sydney and 
being in a new location and things. So I had a really good routine, actually, um, for the whole 12 weeks. Luckily, I changed, mixed it up, like, six weeks through, you know, because I just got a bit bored. Um, and also, like, the weather changed and things, so I could be outside more. Um, but, yeah, it took a lot of time to just sunbathe and play with the kids a fair bit. I mean, I was working like that was my job Monday to Thursday. Um, but, like, with a three-day weekend, you know, I treat myself to laser hair removal with some of my savings. Um, 10 out of 10 girls and boys know what's the word no stigma, whoever you are, go and get it done, like, would highly recommend, um, but yeah, I was getting, like, nine hours sleep most nights, I was going to bed at, like, honestly, 7pm sometimes, like, 9pm, waking up at, like, 5 or 6am, going to the gym twice a day, like, eating well, enjoying also, like, not eating well sometimes, but I didn't feel guilty for it, shout out Sam and John, and I love the Halo Top, like, one day I'll be sponsored by them, I swear, um, and yeah, like, watching movies and stuff I love doing that with the fam um again me and Sam love serial killers so we loved a bit of that um but yeah just really enjoyed like because I had that in Sydney but I didn't really I didn't do much watching movies I didn't do any reading um and I actually read eight books while I was away in those three months and that was just so nice I read some of them in like one day or two days and just to kind of have, like, a complete upheaval of, like, my life, but also make the most of it. And I think, obviously, I'm saying this, having not experienced lockdown in England, like, I know it's a very different situation. Um, but that's one thing I do think that lockdown taught me, was to kind of appreciate the small things and focus on these small things, because those small things make such a big difference to your life. Um, and I know that heaps of people are struggling in this third lockdown and honestly like I don't blame you I genuinely don't think I would be able to deal with it but if I can say anything like any piece of advice from the outside in which obviously I haven't experienced it to the intensity that everyone else has um well in England but I would just say you know like find five things that are really important to you like strip back your whole life don't even think about like being social and things just five things that are important to you as an individual person um and make them your priority so that could be sleep that could be nutrition that could be like studying that could be taking up a hobby or doing a hobby that you haven't done for ages um making banana bread everyone fucking apparently loves to make banana bread did not mean to swear there sorry um but you get the gist of what i'm saying making the most of a change of a situation because it's not the end of the world um and yeah so I had three months there which was fantastic and then I came back to Sydney and I was so excited and I was ready and then I got back to Sydney and I was like oh my god get me back to park like I'm not ready for this city life when I was leaving I was like okay because I always knew it was going to be three months I could have done longer um but I just wanted to do my three months and then come back and see where life sorry I just apparently pressed my mute button um yeah I wanted to come back to Sydney and see where life takes me um and so yeah I got back to Sydney and you'd think like oh I was so excited and I was like oh my gosh I'm so ready and then I got back overnight and I was staying in an Airbnb again so I did that for like two weeks as like a little kind of treat to myself a little holiday because I hadn't lived by myself for like 10 months and I love my own space and I love my own time and don't get me wrong I had that in both my jobs as an au pair I stayed in like both houses were beautiful I had my own 
space in both of them, like heaps of space, heaps of time to myself. But I just wanted like a little break in Sydney. You know, I didn't want to move in immediately with randomers or with friends. So I had this little two week holiday to myself and I woke up the next day and I was like, oh my gosh, it kind of took me back to the time in Melbourne when I woke up on my first day. And obviously I did know a lot of people back here, which was so nice because I did have people I could text and call. But I still had that thought and I was like, oh gosh, like, I don't know if I'm ready for this big city life. And I went out and I was like, ah, I can't do this. But I got dressed up and I went and met my friend Luds from across. Um, and that was lovely, you know, that was a nice ease in. We just had a bit of a time together, the two of us. And then she organised for a lot of my lacrosse friends to come over to hers, which was lovely. And then we ended up going out for drinks and the day just went away. And it just felt like old times. So that was like easy to start back in, but I still had that initial fear. And the reason I'm like talking about this is because I'm sh- like I'm trying to highlight that my life is great out here and I'm really lucky for all the friends that I've met and like the people who are like family to me and you know all the situations I've been in but equally I still have those moments and those days and those weeks and those times when I'm like oh my gosh I don't know where my head's at I don't know like what I'm dealing with I can't go out the house like all of these different things so you know they don't they don't ever disappear well in my experience anyway um And then the other thing, which I mentioned before, was that I was going to do a master's at Nottingham. Um, And so I was meant to do that in September 2020. And then I decided to defer that. And they actually didn't defer it until like the week before it was meant to begin in 2020, which was quite weird. Anyway, they deferred it. Um, And I've actually just withdrawn my offer literally five hours ago um, because I am now studying a master's in Australia for two years so I'm now staying in Australia until 2023 and hopefully maybe even longer after that but we will see um but yeah so that's also all changed so then when I came back to stay in an Airbnb in Sydney I decided to find a house for myself and my two of my friends shout out Katie and Kristen again my housemates um who are fantastic we get along very well it's all easy we've got a lovely house with a garden and I'm not going to tell you where it is because that is just so not safe um but yeah I'm really happy to be back here and settled I've got a lovely bedroom which I'm sat in right now I bought a paddling pool the other day because it's just so nice to have a back garden and be able to do that um but yeah it's just really nice to have finally settled and know that I'm here for at least two more years whether I'm in this house for at least two more years I don't know I'd love to um but that we'll see about that bit but yeah it's just nice to finally settled and I've got a job at a really cool smoothie or juice place shout out Melonhead Coogee um and yeah life is just life is good right now but as I did mention before I think I mentioned this approximately 25 minutes ago because we've been rambling for half an hour um about burnout one thing I so I was talking to my friend yesterday um and she was like oh you're in Sydney like amazing and I was like yeah I'm she's like I'm so jealous and I was like I genuinely do feel bad being like yeah life is great out here and I'm loving life because I'm like I know how hard it is in England and other parts of the world and I do feel really lucky that how good 2020's been to me um and I, like, I just don't really have anything else to say. I'm really grateful for it. And I'm really thankful for everything it's taught me and how much I've developed, like, as a person. I've really come a long way. 
and even that like three months being away out of Sydney that made me develop so much because it taught me so much about like what's important to me and things I want to focus on even coming back to Sydney you know when I'm being like more social and I've got a lot more going on with like a different job and things um I'm still focusing on the little things that mean a lot to me because if I just let them go then the rest of my life would kind of not fall apart but things wouldn't work as well and I think that's what happened over the past month um being back in Sydney since Christmas you know I let a few things go that were important to me especially my sleep and my nutrition um so things started to like fall apart a bit um so that's one thing I want you to take home if you take anything from this half an hour ramble of me being in Australia um is just focus on the things that are important to you like no matter where you are in the world no matter what you're doing always have those things that like ground you and always have the things that you remember you're grateful for and the things you want to work on and always prioritize them like you're not a bad person if you say no I don't want to go for drinks because I want a good night's sleep or I don't want to drink alcohol tonight when we go out because I want to wake up tomorrow and like know what happened or seize the day or whatever just you know what I mean like little things it's not the end of the world this is what I'm saying when I say be selfish you're not being nasty you're not being like oh my god you're so ugly you're being selfish for yourself you know what I mean you're not being selfish to other people that's where the difference lies um and I think you know what I really think I've covered most of my bases about me being in Australia if you follow my Instagram I'm gonna plug it for the second time at strong not skinny scare at strong not skinny sarah with a zero not an o for the strong um you will have seen a lot of my time in australia i post a lot on there purely because i just love it you know i've made a lot of friends through instagram and especially out here it was quite a big like instagram community which is such a weird thing to say but like come on it's the 21st century we can't escape social media um and yeah it does consume our lives but i do enjoy posting so if you want to see a lot more about my travels, you will on there. Um, I haven't really touched upon like visas and stuff because I didn't really, really want this to be super long and it kind of already has been. Um, but one take home thing to talk about with visas is they're really bloody hard to secure. Um, they take long to apply for. They can take long to get accepted for or they can take about two minutes. You know, it honestly varies that much. It can be like two minutes or two months. Um, they do grant you a bridging visa straight away which is brilliant um you have to pay for i think all of them um at the moment you can't fly out there's going to be no international travel apparently until 2022 and we also still have a lot of state borders closed i think i could be wrong um so yeah australia handled it covid very well i think but it's put a lot of restrictions on traveling um but even before that visas were quite hard but like I say they're hard I think it's more like the process of going of like applying is hard but then getting them isn't that hard I don't know many people who've actually been refused a visa touch wood fingers crossed um but yeah that's just a brief input into that side of life um so I keep saying um and I really think I'm rambling and I don't want to bore you because that is not what you came here for so I think we're gonna round it up there and as always thank you so much for listening to my podcast if you like it share it on spotify share it on apple no that's so wrong share it on social media but you can get it on like spotify apple music amazon i think it's on now as well it's on quite a lot of things um 
But thanks for listening. Share it. Send it to people. Review it on Google, please. Because that like, brings it up in the charts and makes it more visible to people. Um, and yeah, just let me know what you think. And also, again, I apologise for how bad the sound's been. I wasn't using my stand, but I hopefully will be for the foreseeable. So thanks, guys. Have a good afternoon, evening, morning, wherever you are in the world. And yeah, peace and love.